and welcome to the Dead Letter Movie Podcast. This is episode 76, recorded January 29th, 2023. Yay. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. And uh, we're we're back with our uh, digest from the Sundance Film Festival of this year. Yeah, it's uh, our third one doing one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three three years running now. Uh, nice. Thanks to the uh, the advent of streaming technology and uh, somebody at Sundance saying, hey, that would be great to make these things a little more accessible i know smart um thunk who have thought i love it i think it's great um, yeah, it's a, yeah. i think it's a great it, the the fact that uh, you know just people all across the world can well at least north america can <laughs> can like <laughs> see movies that will potentially you know become a big deal down the line um and not have to necessarily you know work for a a, a major like film outlet pretty great for us little indie guys like me and tim so yeah, yeah yeah and some of these definitely won't some of these will never get picked up and it's still interesting to see those i know that's the thing like you get to be i don't know you get to you get to feel special in a way <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah so we have we we uh so tim and i watched two movies um together um and then we had uh, two more uh, that we watched separately so uh we're going to Go through them. Give your give your thoughts. Um, so when you hear about them coming down the line, you can uh, check them out if yeah. you want to. So yeah. So let's get started. So a uh, movie that I watched and Andrew did not <laughs> is called Aliens Abducted My Parents and Now I Feel Kind of Left Out. Yes. Which is Hopefully, a mouthful of a title. Yes. I imagine it will be condensed. Maybe. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. Up. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I like it, it's a mouthful, but it it fits the story very well. Mm-hmm. Well, and some years ago there was a movie called. It was based off a a uh, Neil Gaiman story, like How to Talk to Girls at Parties. Yeah, and I yeah I, I can't remember if that got that may have been condensed to How to Talk to Girls. Uh, I'm not sure, but all else, but, you know, I yeah. kind of like long titles sometimes. But yeah, Doctor yeah. Strange Love, for example. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tell um, us about the movie. Uh, so- Will Forte's in it, right? Will Forte's in it, just yeah. uh, just a very little bit. Will Forte is one of the titular parents. Uh, mm. So without spoiling anything, really at all, uh, one night this this kid's parents just disappear. He becomes convinced that they were abducted by aliens and spends years of his life up until he's uh, roughly roughly a senior in high school, about about twelfth mm. grade, in in pursuit of this idea and and learning all kinds of things about you know space travel and, and is actually really smart. Enter a uh, a young family with two children, one who is also uh, you know, 12th grade and another who's about 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 10, maybe fifth, sixth grade. I, I don't remember exactly. Um, so and this is mostly about the interaction between these three children, these, mm. these three kids. And, you know, how how smart is this this young man? How crazy is he? And what are they really going to find? There's there's a lot of heart to it, a lot of emotional intelligence. I did enjoy it. There, there's there's some some funny stuff, some some stuff that'll get you in the feels, as the kids mm-hmm. say. Um, I felt like the ending kind of let some of the air out, though. And yeah, I I, I get it. Um, you know, listening to the the Q and A that uh, that ran on the stream afterward, yeah. you know, ha- yeah. happened live in in Utah, uh, and mm-hmm. and we'll talk some more about some of these others. Yeah, they they shot this on an extremely tight schedule and basically no budgets. Okay, I I understand for those reasons exactly why this didn't turn out better than it did. And given those constraints, I think it turned out very well. Mm -hmm. Still lands good, not great for me. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. One would hope that they might be able to fix that if they get picked up by someone with money. But maybe, maybe, maybe. Think, sometimes think, that happens. Yeah. But not the, often. The, the additional constraint here is because you have child actors, one of whom was you know, mm-hmm. particularly young. It's okay. It, at, at, at this point, if you go back and do reshoots, he's going to be bigger. His, uh, his voice is going to be deeper. And yeah. the yeah. It chapter two problem. And I doubt they have the de-aging money. So, yeah, they certainly do not by yep. no yeah. means have they. So totally. Yeah. But you know, worth watching if it when it comes down line if it comes or yes it comes out yes yeah. um right. so uh we'll we'll draw some some comparisons to a uh, a movie that John Cusack was in a number of years back called Martian Child oh I did not see that oh wait I remember this existing but I didn't see it yeah okay interesting it's, right. it's it's very much along those lines uh that's that's a better movie but I mean again given given budget and time constraints here this this worked pretty well. Yeah, and that's an all they they kind of if I remember correctly they they were sort of marking it as like a family film, right? Yeah, yeah, and it very very much is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this 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 will get a PG if it if it ever goes before uh, the MPA. Okay. All right. So the the so the movie I checked out um, by myself was uh, is not uh, going to get a PG. Um, <laughs> it's very much R rated, um, and that is Cat Person, based off of the New Yorker short story that uh, came out in 2017. I was a big fan of that story when it came out. Um, I really enjoyed the like the 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 splash and the discussion that it made. And so I was pretty interested to see how, you know, a film version of this would look. Okay, so it has Amelia Jones in it. So she was in Coda. Um, she's mm-hmm. also in Lock and Key. Um, and it also has uh, Nicholas Braun as Robert. So uh, Amelia is Margot. Margot works at an art house theater or, or at least a small revival house. And Robert uh, is a patron of the theater. Um, she runs concessions. He gets he gets red vines and popcorn, and she makes a comment about that. And he asks for a number later, and they have one would call this a meet cute in a certain movie, but not in this. Um, and they have a not exactly pleasant time. <laughs> but uh, if you're if you're familiar with the story at all, this is it's the whole thing talking about modern dating and the issues that women have to deal with and situations and stuff like that. And that's still in this. I, however. If you were going to make a really faithful adaptation, the movie would probably only be about an hour. And so there's a lot of extra stuff added because that's how you make a feature length movie sometimes. Mm-hmm. And some of those additions really work, but others not so much. Um, if you are a fan of the short story, you may want to just leave after the what you may just want to leave after the end of the short story happens because there's a half hour left. Um, and <laughs> yeah. And to diminishing returns. It's a choice. Um, if feel like I wrote up a, uh, I wrote up a review about it on the website if you want to read it. Um, but, but basically it comes down to like, I feel like the movie is messy, but it's kind of messy on purpose and it may have become, they may have made it funnier than it needed to be. Um, but that may just be my personal choice. It's not like the original story is not funny either. I mean, it's just, you know, dark comedy and this is still a dark comedy, but I don't know. They did also some characterization changes on Robert that I think kind of loosens the bite of the original story. But if you're a fan of the story, the whole story's in there, which is kind of neat. And I I don't know. It's I'm pretty I'm actually happy like it's I'm glad I saw it. And if you are familiar with the short story, yeah, totally check it out. Um even if you're not familiar with the short story, at least watch the trailer. You might get something out of it. Um I suspect this will get picked up because the short story was such a big deal. Um, but I am curious that there will be changes if <laughs> if and when it does. So this one okay. felt like it had a much more bigger budget kind of thing going. This is uh, directed by one of the co-writers of Booksmart, 
Um, so it had like, okay. yeah, so it has like some heft behind it. So like, it, and it's unlike maybe aliens, I think reshoots could happen with this movie is, is what I'm saying, depending who picked it up. Okay. Um, and so, then we had a movie that we watched together. Well, um, we, we both not, well, watched not it. Well, not together. We both watched it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then we had a movie that we both saw and that was A Little Prayer, which may not be the best title for what it is. But it's uh, a it's so this is a film by Angus McLaughlin. He wrote Junebug, which was a a uh, Sundance darling some years ago and basically made Amy Adams, Amy Adams. Like she had been in movies before, but that was like the movie that people know Amy Adams for. And I really liked that movie. And when I saw that this was his, I thought, oh, well, well let's check that out. And I don't know. So how would you describe this movie? It's kind of a family drama. Um, yeah, yeah. Mostly, it's a, it's, yeah. It's a small, small, intimate family drama. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are hints about the existence of of side characters. Most of them are really not important to the, mm-hmm. to the story. It it's really just primarily focused on you know, three or three or four characters that are all part of the same family. Mostly focusing on a father and daughter, a father father in law and daughter in law relationship with uh, David Straithairn and Jane Levy. And yeah, yeah. I and I like those people. That was the other reason why I was interested in this movie is because I like both of those, and I felt like that's a thing we don't usually see in movies. We don't really see that kind of relationship explored um, without it getting creepy, and it doesn't get creepy. And no, 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 no. <laughs> like, and it's it's a very I don't know, Tim, you talk. Yes, um, I I was uh, I was reminded of a, an Oscar contender from a few years back called The Descendants, which starred George yeah. Clooney. Mm-hmm. Um, in in terms of the the family drama and and kind of how things were situated and how they played out, but also in the realization of the characters. So something I said about The Descendants at the time was that I I got a sense that each and every character on screen, you know, even if they had just, you know, one or two little throwaway lines and and were and then were gone, felt like a fully realized person, like an actual human being. Like this mm-hmm. this felt so very real and very grounded and three-dimensional. Watching this movie, A Little Prayer, I felt like it didn't quite arrive at that same point, but it's a long way down that road. So I, yeah. I started to get some of the that same sense. Mm-hmm. And and I would say that this is, you know, with the you know, it has like that June bug thing going on, but that descendants thing, you're you're totally right. That's definitely that's definitely there. Um, this is very much a kind of suburban malaise movie, as I like to call them. <laughs> uh, I'm a big it's yeah, one of my favorite yeah. genres. And it's very much that kind of human drama, but it's also very funny at times. It's very, you know, heartfelt at times. It has kind of a anti-Hallmark quality to it that I kind of dig. It's um uh, the uh, during the Q and A, the guy, uh, the director, said that he wanted to kind of make a movie that wasn't very political, and which in and of itself is actually a very political statement. But whatever. Um, and he, th- what he meant by that was like he wanted to like have a story about characters that you're going to have your own kind of feelings about to begin with, and then to see them have to reckon thing, reckon with things like that is that's very interesting to me. It's very humanist in that way, and I think that that's. You know, it's going to be worth checking out when it comes out. Um, I hope someone yeah. picks yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, I I hope so too. Um, of of the three that I watched, this was easily the the best in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's true it, for me too. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not exactly perfect. Um, it, but yeah, I kind of think this is this was the best one that we watched. Yeah, that the, this is like the best one that 
I watched and uh, whatever I'm trying to say. Yeah. Okay. So I agree. <laughs> so the, uh, the third film for, for each of us and fourth overall run rabbit run, which is uh, a movie out of Australia. Mm-hmm. And in the uh, festival intro that, that ran in front of the stream, the director called it a ghost story. Mm-hmm. That's, that's absolutely true. This is, this is a ghost story. Uh, not, not dissimilar to something that, maybe older kids might tell around a campfire Mm-mm. no this has much more of a <laughs> i would not say creepy pasta but there's some creepy pasta things to it uh, a little, little bit a little bit um, but not in an internet kind of way just more like the kind of story a creepy pasta would write but not in an internet heavy sort of way though yeah. um so this is about, so sarah snook um she plays a mom who who has a daughter um who is acting peculiar We'll, mm-hmm. we'll put it we'll put it that way and it does it's not gonna if you're like a fan of of horror movies you've seen movies like this before and probably other movies did better um the fact of the matter is though it's still it kind of succeeds at what it wants to do it just doesn't have a whole lot of ambition in my opinion it's yeah yeah i, I, I think that's fair um yeah I, I i agree that it it achieves the ends that it sets for itself mm-hmm. i mean e- even i who am not really a horror fan so, okay i've i've seen things a lot like this before yeah. um it's it's very well executed it's it's completely competent yeah i, mean, it, I it, think it's it shot really well yeah it's yeah, got it, these it, really it good pictures like these really good compositions of like the australian like countryside or maybe yeah. like the australian desert and like that's really captivating to look at yeah and and even some of the the interior shots are are really well done or it's it, it gives you a, a sense of claustrophobia and and, and sort of you know, bits of vertigo here and there yeah um and that's so but there's not a whole lot here that's really new no I mean, this 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 is a fine addition in a, a long line of movies that are a lot like this mm-hmm. um if you like those you'll enjoy this yep it's probably not anything to really write home about otherwise um nope. and has has already been picked up by netflix so will mm-hmm. be available widely for a lot more people in the not very distant future yeah if you want a creepy kid psychological thriller kind of horror film like mm-hmm. you're that's just what you're feeling like one day this will scratch all those itches pretty well yeah yeah no. totally well no um i i felt like it actually ran a little bit too long um yep, i agree and I, I i don't know really how i would cut it like i i get how each and every scene serves the story and and they're all fine there's nothing wrong with any of them particularly i just mm-hmm. i just got to a point where i i asked myself why isn't this movie over already and there were like 20 minutes left Right. And that there's one extra thing I'll say for for a little prayer is that movie is only like an hour and a half and mm-hmm. did not overstay its welcome. Said what I wanted to say, said it well and did its thing and run, 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 run not so much. Yeah. Yeah. But that's comparing uh, apples and oranges. Like it, it, it is. Yeah. It is. So yeah. it's, a, it's a very different kind of movie. Yep. Yeah. Those yep. those uh, 20 additional minutes after I asked myself that question sort of added in a strange way to the sense of dread. Mm-hmm. I was like, not Probably in the way the director intended, I'm afraid. Probably not. Um, however, I'm not mad I saw it. No, and, no. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that's uh, that is our our Sundance roundup for this year. So thanks mm-hmm. for listening, everybody. Yep, that's our show. Uh, we'll we'll be back soon. Uh, Oscar nominations have been announced. We've we've already made some headway on that, but mm-hmm. that's another episode. So mm-hmm. stay tuned. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.